Welcome to Vision is More Than 2020, a podcast aimed at talking about your vision, your eyes, and how they play a role in overall visual and systemic function. Dr. Zolnicki and Lakowski, with the help of various guests, will work to help you understand more about your visual system and all the pieces to the vision puzzle. Hi guys, welcome to this week's podcast. We are going to be focusing on what you can do for your children to develop healthy vision. I think it's a really great launching pad for this pediatric series because as soon as you have a baby you want to make sure that they're setting off on the right foot to be as best of a person that they can and it really does start with developing healthy habits in infancy. Before we go into the episode let's talk about this week's weekly insight. I'm going to start and I want to share with you guys that Gunner Optics is launching their kid line. Their cruise glasses are available in two sizes. Uh, the small size is for four to eight year olds and the larger size is for eight to 12 year olds. And these glasses have Gunner's patented lens designs which help to block blue light, reduce glare, and also help to eliminate some dry eye symptoms even in your kids. The Glasses have the ability to have your children's prescription built into the glasses if they do need it. They also have the opportunity to have two different types of blue light blocking lenses. There is a clear lens which blocks up to 35% of the blue light. There is also an amber tinted lens which is a little bit yellow uh, that can block up to 65% of that blue light from their screens. So I definitely recommend this for your child uh, because as you know from our previous episode about blue light, there is potential harmful effects of it and we need to be protecting our kids' eyes at every age. Um, You can use the code DRZ to receive 10% off of your order and we are super excited that Gunner's patented lens design is now available for kids and not just adults. What do you have for us, Dr. L? So I want to give a little update based on last week's Weekly Insight. Um, There's some exciting news with the infancy program that we talked about a lot last week. Um, That's where, through the AOA, an infant is provided with a free eye exam between the ages of 6 to 12 months. Um, However, due to the current pandemic, they're actually extending that free coverage up to the age of 18 months old. So you have a little bit of extra time to bring those babies in to get their eyes checked and make sure that everything is healthy. Wonderful. So let's just jump right in. And I think this topic is so important and really close to home for you and I because we are parents to two young uh, children. I have two kids. My daughter Daisy is two. My son John is six months. And you have Teddy who is also seven months. So I know that this is a topic that's constantly on my mind when I'm with my kids making sure that we're doing all of the right things to maintain the health of their vision. So as Dr. Zelnicki just said, you know, especially being not only parents but optometrists, it's really in the forefront of our minds of what can we do for our babies. So we're going to delve a little bit into advice that we typically give our patients um, that have young children and then what we implement in our daily lives with our own children as well. Um, so really the first baseline recommendation that we make is simply get your children's eyes checked Um, you know, especially with babies, they're not able to really convey any communication to you about anything visual going on. So it's really important to have baseline exams to make sure that you're setting them up to have 
the correct prescription if they need, the appropriate visual acuity, and make sure everything with the eye is healthy as well. Um, so our recommendations are to really get that first eye exam between the ages of 6 to 12 months old. If everything is perfectly normal at that exam, you want to bring your child back at 3 years old. Then one more time right before kindergarten, just to make sure before they're going into that academic environment that they're really prepared visually to be in the classroom setting. And then from there, every year we recommend an exam, even if everything has been normal and healthy up until this point. Um, you know, as your child progresses through school, their visual demands incrementally increase through every year. Things that they may have been able to function fine with at younger ages may start to become more demanding as they get older, and you just want to make sure that they have all the visual skills needed to be successful in the classroom. I think that's a really important thing to make note of is that the academic demands these days are so great that we really need to make sure that not only are they seeing clearly, but their binocular skills are intact. Their focusing muscle is able to maintain the visual demands of being in front of a computer for many hours a day and being and having those tracking skills necessary for reading success early on. Uh, and I know personally, my husband, he never got his eyes examined until I examined them when he was 25 and I was practicing in optometry school, which actually blew my mind. But he could always see clearly, so his parents never thought to bring him to the eye doctor. Uh, so it was really an interesting and a, and a literal opening of my own eyes that people don't value coming in for eye exams. Uh, so definitely think that's a really great an important piece to instill early on with your children is just coming to the eye doctor, just like you go to the dentist every year or every six months. Right. You really just want that routine preventative care, essentially. Um, that way you catch something earlier rather than later. Right. And back to concussions, if you do get these yearly exam, we have the baseline numbers that say everything was normal. If they say they do get a concussion, we can then compare where they were to where they are, and then we can get them back to that baseline. Exactly. So our next recommendation um, in terms of vision development is to really engage in active play and also really watch that screen time, which kind of goes hand in hand. You know, with younger children, it can be really the day can get really time consuming, right? And it can be really easy to let the day slip away and, and put the children in front of those screens. It really can be a great babysitter. Um, but it's really important to also engage in active play and really making sure that that play that you do with them is as high quality as possible. You know, it, it's not necessarily about the quantity because again, you having young children, there's so many parts of your day that get filled. But when you do have that time to sit down and play with them, you want to make sure that it's as active and quality filled as possible. Yeah, I think the quality piece is really, really, really important. And I remember when I had my daughter Daisy and she was about six months and I literally Googled, how do I play with my child? <laughs> because <laughs> No, because you're like, what do I do with this baby? I can't talk to you. You're, how many times can you crumple up the book that makes noise? So I literally right. Googled, how do I play with my child? And uh, this book that I came across it's called Active Baby, Healthy Mind, and it is by far my most favorite book to give to new parents. And it's a really, really easy read, and it's, I think, 135 different activities that you can do with your child from birth to up, up to five and a half that aids in the development of their brain and their body. 
the idea is that you do these activities and it's no more than 10 minutes a day. So you're already playing with your child for more than 10 minutes. Um, but it's just these guided activities and it really helps to build the balance system, the visual system, teaching kids, laying the foundation for visualization skills, teaching them about body awareness and laterality and understanding their lefts and their rights. And it also helps to build their fine and gross motor skills. So this very simple book, I think you can get it on Amazon for $9.99, is such a great guide for parents if you don't know what to do with your baby to play with them in a quality sense. It really gives you a good idea. And some of the exercises, it's like swing your baby back and forth, which you just naturally do. But it also gives you the confidence that you're laying the groundwork for success for your children. Exactly. And then when it comes to good visual targets to use, um, when you're thinking about visual activities to be doing with your infant or young child, you really want to be conscientious of target size and what you're choosing. Um, so especially in infants, you want to make sure you're choosing high contrast targets. So really black and white targets are really the best thing to use. You want to think about large grading size, meaning larger stripes are going to be much more beneficial for them than smaller stripes because their vision isn't developed enough to really appreciate the difference between small stripes. Um, you want to think about using moving targets because really the, the big thing that you're trying to instill at a really young age is that scanning and tracking ability. So you really want to make sure that you're working on horizontal and vertical scanning and tracking eye movements using targets that move themselves or using dangling toys in, above your baby and bringing them back and forth to work on those skills. Absolutely. And we had mentioned previously about color vision, that babies really are only seeing in black and white initially. Color vision tends to develop uh, around six months, and the first color they really see is red. So you'll, you'll notice if you actually look at your baby toys, a lot of things are black, white, and red, and there's a reason for that. But as they are growing and developing, you do want things that are going to grab their attention and hold it. So you definitely want, as Dr. L had said, get those big targets that will capture their attention. Right. And when I brought Teddy in, I think it was for his one-month appointment with the pediatrician. Uh, she went over some recommendations that really struck a chord with me because, you know, obviously being an optometrist, I have some understanding of what I should be doing to develop Teddy's vision. Um, but it's something that she did address with me during the appointment. And she said, don't buy lots of toys. She said, when Teddy is awake, be as present as possible. Make sure he sees your face, your husband's face. And if you can't be there right next to him, she said, you can just simply draw big stripes. She drew a checkerboard for me <laughs> to demonstrate what to show him. She's like, you can just simply draw something like this and show it to him. So I think that that really resonates that obviously, you know, toy companies do a really great job of knowing these things and making toys really appropriate for children in terms of those black, white, red colors, large targets. But you don't really need all of those fancy things with your child. Um, you can really just keep it simple and make sure that they have a good visual target to look at. Yeah, that that's a really good point because I know, again, with Daisy, I literally was Amazon priming all of these crazy things, you know, in the middle of the night. I was like, she needs this toy and this thing. And then now with my son, you, second time around, you, you get a little perspective. And he doesn't have a ton of toys, but the toys that he does have are high quality and they make a big difference and they're doing multiple things that I really love 
it's a simple you he hits it and something pops up right so he's learning cause and effect and it's black and a uh, black and white and he's able to identify all of the different things and it's interesting because even daisy is still loves to play with that one toy uh even though she's much older and i'm able to, to be honest with you it's her toy that she had from when she was a baby but it's nice to see that when you buy these simple quality toys that they last for many years because they have different benefits as the child gets older Absolutely. And we've talked previously on episodes about just great household things to use too. So some great recommendations that we make to our patients are to use simple things like balloons and bubbles. Mm -hmm. Those are great things to use that can work on that scanning and tracking ability. Um, Teddy was just playing with a balloon five minutes before we started this episode. Mm -hmm. He's honestly in that teething stage, so whatever he's playing with is really just going into his mouth. So he was really just (laughs) chewing on that tight end. And I'm I'm just watching him for that day where he pops the balloon right. and, and see what his reaction is. I love that. And and back to the start of this recommendation of reducing that screen time. I think for parents, we need to make sure that we're the role model with screen time. It, like you had mentioned, a baby takes up all of your day. It's so easy just to pick up your phone while they're watching TV or, you know, rolling on the ground, but they really see everything that you do. And by putting your phone down and setting aside time for real interaction with your baby, they're learning that that is really the most critical time to be um, present because if you're just looking at your phone, they're just going to look at the TV screen. And it's not only from a visual standpoint, it's also from a language development standpoint that your child really benefits from you being present with them. Uh, And then our, our last recommendation that we want to discuss is really generally things that essentially are healthy for your body are also healthy for your eyes. So we just want to talk a little bit about how a healthy diet, exercise, and eye protection is important to instill in your children at a young age as well. Yeah, so healthy diet, I always say you are what you eat. And a diet high in antioxidants, so green leafy vegetables, lots of fruits are really, really, and high omegas are also really good for your overall body, but also your visual function and brain development. So again, it starts with you as the parent in offering those really good quality foods to your child, which help keep that visual system up to par, I should say. And getting outside and playing exercise is great for parents. And obviously, you're typically chasing a toddler around. But getting outside is really, really important and getting that exposure to sunlight. We've talked previously about nearsightedness. But A recent study in JAMA Ophthalmology actually found that young adolescents that are exposed to sunlight have a 30% lower risk of developing nearsightedness. They usually recommend about two hours a day of exposure to sunlight, but that's a huge decrease, uh, a potential decrease in risk of developing nearsightedness. So you really want to get outside as much as possible with your children. 
And during that outside time with sun exposure, you then want to be mindful about how to then protect your child from the sun. While it's beneficial to be outside, then you have to think about the flip side and the cons that can come from that sunlight exposure. So you, you want to be really mindful about appropriate sunwear that blocks UVA and UVB rays. Wearing hats can also be a really great way to block those suns using sunscreen. Um, you want to think about a young age. At, you can start at six months using sunscreen on your babies because even starting that early, you want to think about later in life protecting them from the risk of things like skin cancer. Skin cancer can occur by the eye and actually 5 to 10% of all skin cancers are actually on the lids. So by doing these things and wearing sunglasses and using sunscreen and, and wearing hats, you're really reducing that risk in your in your children. Yeah, and the earlier you start, then it becomes just part of their life, right? If you instill these, these not only just eye protection, but these three things of getting yearly eye exams, reducing screen time, being active with your baby, and eating a healthy diet, it just becomes part of their life. It's not anything out of the ordinary for them. It's just what they do. So setting your child up from the get-go with these really good habits is the key for your child to develop healthy vision and a healthy life, to be honest. If it's healthy for your body, it's healthy for your eyes. Absolutely. So I think we covered three really good areas to keep those kids' eyes nice and healthy. We are going to have a really great episode next week to debunk what lazy eye is. And I think that is something that parents are fearful of, but they shouldn't be. So we're really excited to bring that episode to you guys next week. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at TwinForksOptometry.com if you have any questions. And I will be sure to link the book, The Active Baby Healthy Mind, for you guys so that you can purchase that. Um, And I definitely always say if you have somebody in your life that is pregnant or has recently had a baby, buy this book for them. Okay, guys, so we will see you next week.